we've put together a brand new sample of RAR Premium. So if you've been on the fence about joining us inside RAR Premium, you can get a free sample now to see if it's a good fit for your family. To get that free sample, go to readaloudrevival.com slash sample or just text the word RAR sample like it's all squished together in one word. <laughs> RAR sample to the number 33777. Okay, here's the show. You're listening to the Read Aloud Revival Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. Well, hello there. I'm Sarah McKenzie, your host, and you've got episode 104 of the Read Aloud Revival podcast. Today, I've got a simple tip for you. It's actually probably going to sound so simple, you're going to think this is not going to make that big of a difference. But that is why I love it so much. It came to mind again recently for me because in our premium membership forum, uh, one of our members, Christy B, posted this. She said, a recent tip I fell in love with on the podcast is to put the children's books on display with the covers out. We've always had books everywhere, especially when there are toddlers underfoot because everything is everywhere. But I guess I forgot what it was like to be a kid at the library, seeing the covers, not the spines. Well, I decided I would try this no building required. I just set some on our wall heater and another wall space in our schoolroom. Our seven-year-old daughter was the first one up. They were the first thing she saw, and this is what she said. What are those? Why are they out? I told her we had those books all along, to which she replied, but yes, but we could never get to them. We can only see them. So, Mama, you don't have to buy a bookshelf or stock Pinterest or even mount a rain gutter on your wall. Just set the picture books out where they can see them. It's free, but it's a good lesson on how to create a book culture in our homes. So Christy posted that in our member forum. And then Kristen posted her very simple and inexpensive IKEA spice racks that she uses to display books face out in her kids' rooms. And she posted pictures. And then Courtney, our Read Aloud Revival community director, moved a basket of easy readers that had been sitting in a bookshelf onto the floor with a couple of pillows in the corner for an instant reading nook. And she saw that her kids immediately paid more attention to them. Instant, simple, and effective, right? Face out. That's my tip for today on the podcast. For just a moment, think like your child. Whether that child is three or nine or 13, it doesn't really matter, right? When you go to the library, think about when you go to the library now or when you went to the library as a kid. Is your eye caught at the library more by the books that are shelved spines out, you know, like crammed in together with just their spines facing out? Or are they caught by the front facing displays, the books they put on top of the shelves with their covers face out? Like covers are, they're meant to capture our attention, right? Publishers actually create covers with the intention of making them almost impossible to resist. So if you want to capture your children's attention toward books without telling them, go sit with a book, or if you want to just invite your kids to spend more time perusing books when you're wondering, gosh, you know, we have a lot of books in our house. Why are my kids never just finding a book and sitting down and paging through it? My challenge to you right now is to go to a bookshelf pull a few off the shelf and find a place 
that you can display them face out and see what happens. Don't say anything to your kids. Just watch what happens. Here's a few ideas for how you can do that without buying a thing. Because like Christy said, this worked really well for her and she didn't go Pinterest to see face out bookshelves or I don't know if you've seen those rain gutter bookshelves. They are really cool where you actually mount a rain gutter on your wall and then just put your books in face out. But without having to do anything like that, Christy saw the results of this just by doing it instantly without buying a thing. So do what you can do like she did and display them on the wall heaters. Now, of course, you can only do this if you have wall heaters. I don't, so I can't do that. And also you can only do that if you're not using the wall heaters presently because you don't want to put books on a wall heater that's on. But we'll post Christy's picture in the show notes so that you can see what this looked like. But basically, if you have wall heaters and you're not using them because it's warm out, then just stick the picture books on top. Use it as a little wall shelf. And if you want to see pictures in the show notes of how Christy did this, you want to go to readaloudrevival.com slash 104, and then you'll be able to see it. So another place you can display them without buying a thing is on the windowsills. This could be a really good morning habit, actually. You know, every morning as you raise your blinds, just grab a few books from a nearby bookshelf and put them on display in the, in the window. You could do this once a week. You could change them out every morning, however often you want to. But I have a hunch if you make it a habit of regularly rotating books that are displayed in a windowsill, you might be surprised at how excited your kids are to see what's on display each day. And if you change them out every week or so, your kids are going to be so excited when there's a new book out. If you did it every day, it'd be that way too, I bet. Your kids would kind of go, oh, what's on display today, right? And I'll go over and look at it. And if there are books on your shelves that your kids aren't paging through that are really beautiful, this is a great way to invite them to look through the books without telling them to go look through the books. A lot of voices might tell you that you need to learn how to get better at homeschooling, but I know something about you. You don't actually need to homeschool better. You need to homeschool happier, to have more fun, to smile more, laugh more. You want a twinkle in your eye (laughs) and you want your kids to know deep in their bones that you love homeschooling them. That twinkle is worth pursuing too because the key to a successful homeschool is a peaceful, happy mother. And that's what we're committed to helping you become at RAR Premium. RAR Premium is a unique program that offers mentoring for you, the homeschool mom, and we offer Open and Go Family Book Club. This is a family book club you can use with all ages from 4 to 17, and it will explore language arts, reading, and we often dip into writing, science, history, all across the curriculum as we uncover so many good and meaningful ideas. The best news is we do all the prep work for you. If you'd like to get a free sample of RAR Premium so you can see if it's a good fit for your family, head to readaloudrevival.com slash sample, or you can just text RAR sample, one word, to the number 33777 and we'll send it your way. Now back to the show. Another way you could do this is just to find a basket in your house, put it on the floor and pull a few books into it. I use baskets all over my house full of books. It's kind of my standard way of displaying books because it's tidy-ish. You don't have to put books back in order or whatever, but they are face out or at least the front ones are face out. 
So a basket on the floor with an easy reach is a lot more inviting than the spines out bookshelf, even if that's on your kid's level. So we have, for example, a picture bookshelf in our house, a couple of them, where they are at the kid's level. Even my little kids, like my four-year-olds, could pull books off of them. They just don't usually. But they do pull them out of the baskets, and they would definitely pull them off of a windowsill. Or if you have a fireplace hearth that you're not using at the moment because it's the wrong season, you can display them there. You can also just line up front-facing books against the wall. I mean, really, you can get really creative and try if you're one of those people that likes everything tidy and in its place, just think, <laughs> just think to yourself what you would rather have. Would you rather have a tidy, perfectly, you know, tidy space? Or would you rather have your kids become engaged with reading? Because as far as I'm concerned, books are just a part of the home decor. <laughs> now, if you really want to get going with this, you could do things like add those rain gutter bookshelves. You know what I mean, right? We'll post pictures of rain gutter bookshelves in the show notes too. So that's at read aloud revival slash 104. You can find them on Pinterest, but they're literally rain gutters that you mount on the wall to hold your front facing books. Or you can do like our premium member Kristen did and use inexpensive spice racks. Those work as well. Or you can get baskets and just make sure there are baskets in most of the rooms of your house. I try and do that where I look around the house and try to make sure there's a basket of books in just about every room. So those are some simple ways you can take it another step. But my biggest challenge to you today, while you're listening to this podcast even, or maybe just immediately after you turn it off, is to go pull some books off the bookshelf and put them face out on the windowsill, on the wall heater, on the fireplace hearth, simply lining them against a wall or on a table or anywhere you can do it right now. As soon as you turn this podcast off, Go take some picture books or some middle grade novels, depending on how old your kids are, off the shelf and put them face out and see what happens. I would love it if you wanted to share your displays and show us what it looks like, either your displays or your kids enjoying the books that you set out, because I bet that will happen pretty quick after you set them out. <laughs> and if so, if you post the pictures to Facebook or Instagram, tag me. I'm at Read Aloud Revival on both. And then I'll be able to see it. And you can also use the hashtag read aloud revival because there's lots of followers on that hashtag and we can all see your display, which would be really fun. And by the way, tips like these come up all the time in our read aloud revival premium member forum. It's just basically awesome like that. In fact, one of our members, Kelly, recently said, I would like to let this community on the forum know that you have made me a 10 times better mom than I was before I found you. <laughs> and Michelle also said, I can't even begin to describe the difference Read Aloud Revival Premium has made in our homeschool, our family, and in my life. So I'm not kidding when I say that the Read Aloud Revival Premium membership community is my very favorite place to hang out online. It's where I spend most of my time and energy online because it makes such a huge difference in my home, in my kids' reading lives, and in my own life. And of course, in our members' homes and lives and in their children's reading lives. In Read Aloud Revival Premium Membership, we know you're short on time and we are focused on helping you spend your time where it matters most so that you can connect with your kids through books, so that you can teach from a state of rest, so you can fall back in love with mothering and engaging with your kids every day. We only open doors to new members a few times a year and we're opening doors again 
for the final time in 2018. We're opening doors in August. That will be the last time we open in 2018. So you don't want to miss it. Head to rarmembership.com and request an invitation. That way you don't miss it when we do open the doors for a short time. That's rarmembership.com. I hope you join us there. Okay, so when you turn off this podcast, go to a shelf, pull some books off, put them face out, and tell us what happens. I want to know. Make sure you post on social media, social, social media, you know, whatever. Post on Instagram or Facebook. Tag me. Use the Read Loud Revival hashtag so we can find you. And I can't wait to hear what this does in your family. I think you're going to be surprised. I hope so. (laughs) I want to hear about it. Okay. Let's hear a little from the kids who listen to the podcast. Now it's time for Let the Kids Speak. This is my favorite part of the podcast, where kids tell us about their favorite stories that have been read aloud to them. My name is David Lettman, and I'm 10 years old, and I'm from Grand Forks, North Dakota. My favorite book is The Would Be Goods by Ian Nesbitt. I like it because the Would Be Goods always get into trouble and they play the Jungle Book one time. And then they stuff a tiger hide over a table to make it look real. And I also like when books talk about other books. What is your name? Jonah. And how old are you? Seven. Where are you from? North Dakota. And what is your favorite book? Moss Flower. What do you like about moss flower? Because they flood here. My name is Catherine Grace, and I am 10 years old. I live in China, and my favorite book that was read aloud to me is The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. And my favorite book I read myself is The Call of the Wild by Jack London. My name is Caleb, and I am 8 years old. And one of my favorite books read aloud is The Vanderbeek Curse of... 141st Street. And I had a dream that me and my sisters and brother were with the Vanderbeeker kids. Also, one of my favorite books I read by myself is Detectives in Togas. What's your name? My name is um, Jace Dissolin. How old are you, Jace? Three. And where do you live? California. And what's your favorite book? Moth. And why is The Moffats your favorite book? Because I have to in Emma Jane Moffat in it. And because she says a very good That's why my book is favorite. Hello, my name is Jim. I am eight years old and I live in Toronto. My favorite book is The Night at Dawn by Mary Pope Osborne. And I like it because Jack and Annie get stuck in a little cavern thing where suits of armor are. And then they find a way out and then a knight saves them at the end. What's your name? Dixie. And how old are you? Four. Where are you from? I'm from Texas. And Dixie, what is your favorite book? To turn it. And who's the author? Jam Brett. Jam Brett. What's your favorite part about that book? Where the chickens on top of the turnip and the bears and um, the people think the chicken pushed that, but it's really the bears. Hi, I'm Mina. I'm nine years old. 
I live in Altadena, California. My favorite book is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I like Lucy because she is kind. Hi, my name is Lucas. I'm seven years old. My favorite book is The Lord of the Rings. What I like about it is that it's mostly action and battles. Thank you, kids. I love hearing your recommendations as always. Don't forget, you can check out the show notes for this episode of the podcast at readaloudrevival.com slash 104. And if you want to request an invitation for the next time we open premium membership, which is happening in August, go to rarmembership.com to ask for an invitation there. Until next time, go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. Are you still here? Okay, well, I am too. And I wanted to check to see if you've had a chance to download the samples from RAR Premium yet. RAR Premium is committed to helping you become the peaceful, happy mom you're called to be so that your kids know deep in their bones that you just love homeschooling them and also so that they can become lifelong voracious readers. Get a free sample of RAR Premium by going to readaloudrevival.com sample or by texting the word RAR sample, like it's one word all squished together, <laughs> to the number 33777.